millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It's interesting. I feel like everything sounds different coming through out of this computer. Nobody cares. I have something to talk to you about, Alice, because how old were you when you graduated high school? 18. Oh, no, okay. So you swam at Tufts, right? On the swim team. Yes. And um, how old were you when you were swimming at Tufts? Uh, Like 19, 20. Okay. Or I guess 18, 19. Okay. Because I only swam one year. And you were a a very svelte 19-year-old, shapely young lady, right? I mean, it was fine, yeah. Okay, just work with me. Okay. My question is this. How come, like, college and professional women's swimming bikinis are so unflattering? They're just, I've been way to dampen down the shape of a woman. It's, like, terrible. Well, you're trying to be super aerodynamic. So, first of all, everyone wears swimsuits that are, like, five sizes smaller than you would buy for a real-life swimsuit. Oh, so everything's And you get one with as much coverage as humanly possible because you squeeze every... You want to squeeze everything as flat as possible. It's going to slow you down if you're swimming in a little string bikini and everything's flopping around. Well, no, I know know that. I know that. I mean, swimmers take that really seriously to the point where, like... I mean, generally speaking, a lot of times what they'll do is they won't shave their legs for like most of the season and then like shave at the end of the season when it's like championships or whatever, so that you like have more drag during the season. Really? You want and, drag? No, you have more drag during the season, but then you shave at the end of the season well, why and all not of a sudden you go faster. No, because, women shave no, because it's like training with like... a. At high altitudes or something, it like trains you to swim with drag. So then, when you shave, all of a sudden, walking with like ankle uh, weights. Oh, that's so interesting. And actually, like there were like some girl. I mean, I'm generally fairly hairless as a person, anyway. Mm -hmm. But some girls, plus column for you. Some girls, if they don't shave their legs, get like really hairy. Really, really hairy. I mean, like, well, they just. Like certain ethnicities and stuff. And hey, like, Alice. No, but some people like if you look at girls, a lot of girls will like wax their arms too. If yeah. they're like, if you know, some people are just hairier than other people. But anyway, so um, 
So the year that I was on swim team, some of the freshman girls like caved and shaved anyway and got like hazed really bad. Really? For shaving during the season. Because it's like a solidarity that everybody's supposed to oh. not shave during this time period. I see. And then, like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Was there a high lesbian count on the swim team? Mm, not really. Because how did the women, the solidarity thing. There this, was like one girl. Weren't they, who was, any of these women dating boys? Well, yeah, that's probably why they shaved. Well, okay, yeah. <laughs> and then they that... got hazed by the rest of the swim team. But yeah, so um no, there was like one girl who was bi who subsequently like became some kind of fitness trainer and married a woman, but I don't like I think most of the girls on there were just straight girls. There were gay guys on this on the boys swim team, for sure. Yeah, definitely. That's a gay guy sport. <laughs> is it? I it is. Know. But it's but not there, were, it's there not, was, like, I guess, fairly high representation, probably. It's not a, like a really attractive girls' sport. No, it seems like it would be, but it's not. Yeah, it's not. And you're wearing a swim cap, so you're hairless, too. And, like, maybe the fact that, like, you're all in goggles you're, 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 and not wearing makeup. And you're almost always cute. inside and. And it, it's like cold water. It's like you know mud puppy water. It's like what well, the water Gollum lives in. It's like it's, it's there's nothing. No, it's very it's very unglamorous and not flattering. But at the sport, same time, but... of course, the beach volleyball girls teams are all. I mean, that's where yeah, the talent we didn't goes. have. There wasn't a beach volleyball team at Tufts. <laughs> I don't think. Yeah, no. I can't. <laughs> well, I mean, there could have been a volleyball team. I'm sure there was volleyball. There wasn't beach volleyball. It's right, a separate okay. sport. Yeah. Huh. Wonder who the best looking player players in all the sports are. What do you think for men? For men? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I do think like the men's swimmer's body is generally mm. considered to be pretty good. Like how but, could you think that and be with this? <laughs> I don't know. Really? I mean I don't know. But like I I mean, I like baseball players too, which generally aren't that like hot. Like body thing, but I do mm-hmm. think in general, obviously a generalization, but I do think women in general don't necessarily go by like super ripped body as much. Like I think that's more of a gay guy thing to be into like really ripped men's bodies. Mm. I mean, like women can like men's bodies fine, mm-hmm. but I I think that for women it's more like he's cute and like not right. It, you well- know I. I don't think there's like as much of a body thing for women, but yeah, like I, I, I just want baseball players also like are a little dumb, and but, but generally good. I've said this before. Yeah, generally good looking. Yeah. I've said this before. I used to really like Jason Veritek, and yeah, yeah. he's now gotten he, a little he, chubby. Well, he's a look. I mean, that's, that's but a- like when he was playing and like he had those like super muscular like catcher thighs going on like i really yeah i dug him i thought he was clean it up sorry i didn't know thighs weren't allowed on the burn barrel podcast he's a good red sock too that's important but maybe i have maybe i have a thing for people with a propensity to get a teensy bit chubby later in life well uh the sort of like the sort of like athlete gone to seed kind of look. Well, I, is, I that what, is that the way we're describing you now? No, I came off the assembly line, not <laughs> ready not for. True. I, I am. I came off in the broken section. Of, <laughs> you played baseball. Yeah, Alice. In, in like middle school, <laughs> I was a chubby kid playing baseball. Is is no? Well, you know what? 
preserve whatever thoughts you have of what I look like playing baseball. Okay. Um, but I think that you've got to say, and I know that I didn't, I mean, really, the soccer players are the most handsome. That's the best. That's where you got to be. Well, I mean, like, they're all like Europeans, so yeah. that's why. And, and like Latin Americans, that's, yeah. yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah, they're all Enrique Iglesias, you know, whose dad, I think, was a soccer player. Julio. Julio. It was Julio, right? I thought he was like a singer, too. The one of the girls I love before. Okay. He was a singer, yeah, but he was a soccer guy before he became oh. a singer. Um, all right. Any gag orders we should be talking about today? I mean, I guess Trump has one. I told you, I feel exhausted by all the different cases oh, I, and yeah. all his gag orders and corrupt judges. And like, I can't, I don't have the mental energy to keep track of all the different ones and like what he's allowed to talk about and not allowed to talk about and which judge he yelled at today. Like, I don't know. Do you, um, how do you feel? About, what's your feeling on the I gag order? Because I don't have like, a lot of strong emotional response I think it's great that he's going to talk it. himself into prison before the end of the week. Um, but I, I think it's great. I think it's great. But like, here's what's killing me in the news cycle is I can't get away from any anti-Semites anymore. The SEIU, um, a honcho in Connecticut held a rally at the uh, state house. And of course, today is my partner Pooja's birthday. And I know, I know there is no greater gift that we could give her than to pledge that this will be the last birthday she has to celebrate under colonialism, under occupation, under capitalism, and under imperialism. And a sign of solidarity, not disunity, solidarity. I want to see everyone's fist in the air. When I say what do we do, I want everyone out here to say fight back. When Gaza is under attack, what do we do? So this maniac, of course, is the SEIU, Connecticut State Council uh, Director, Executive Director, whatever. So my point is just this. It's like, I'm... Okay, I have... This is the first, like, time that... I'm 50 now. Mm -hmm. And so I'm not learning a lot of new things. <laughs> but um, I think you're learning lots of new but, things. But, um... Hey, huh? Yeah? I didn't. I didn't mean that in that way. I just I mean like you can mean it in that way, Alice. Just say you meant it in that way. Oh, I meant it in that way. I guess then. Thank Fine. you. We'll take it. Um, no. So here's my my feeling. I'm not learning a lot of new things. Um, you know, I, I, every year I continue to be impressed with how stupid people are and how craven people are and how like, mm -hmm. like bad sports people are. Yeah. And everybody taking their soccer flops and this and that. But I am truly surprised to find out that just about everybody's anti-Semitic and loves. I didn't know. Like I, I've been away from all these trends. What's that thing? The the uh, the thing. The Baltimore uh, murder. Uh, the the show on Netflix in Baltimore. The Wire. Right. Okay. Yeah. And there's um the one in Montana with uh Kevin Costner. What's that one called? I don't know. He's it, there's a big thing. He's a cowboy. He's a rancher, and there's other people trying to fight for the land or whatever. You don't know. Okay. Well, I don't follow okay. any pop culture. So right. And so I haven't been. I've not seen anything. Right. I, I, like I, I, I. Yeah, I don't watch TV shows. Right. I don't watch TV shows really. Just for, and so there's been nothing like 
new. And no, so I didn't. I haven't been on these cultural trends that people are on. Right. You know, and I really since really for about about twenty years now. Like I never got on to American Idol. Never get into Survivor. Never got into anything and anything subsequently that's followed up. Mm-hmm. I think I I spent uh, four months watching Lost and then then I was done because. They were out of ideas, and so, <laughs> and so the, the show just uh, spun around. But, um, like, I don't know when this country decided to love massacres of women and kids. I didn't see this one coming. It's like this was nine eleven for Israelis, and I accept that. But this is nine eleven of WTF moments for Americans. Who don't hate Jews, because like everybody, all these institutions, all these famous people, all these people have always just hated the Jews and think this is great. It really is totally astonishing. And what's incredible to me about it too is that, like, you can have disagreements about what the United States should be doing to help Israel militarily or not. Like there was stuff out there today that we're talking about sending troops there. I don't even think we need to send troops there. I think Israel can probably do what they need to do on their own. The thing is, the weird like judgment that Israel gets mm-hmm. for a totally normal response to something so horrific is so out of line with what any other country in the world would be judged by that that's what I find incredible that you know people are actually upset ceasefire i mean so and i know that like celebrities are all dumb but this was just one that jumped out at me because it's so dumb john cusack tweeted yesterday reminder nonviolent protest has been tried three years ago palestinians of all kinds teachers poets doctors you name it organized a peaceful march to the border no weapons they were summarily executed what how about a ceasefire now wait a second what happened he says that uh, teachers, poets, and doctors um, were executed by Israelis. For- Did that happen? I have no idea. I've never heard of it. I think I would have heard of it. But um, it seems odd to me. It seems out of line uh, that they would be, that Israel would have summarily executed a bunch of poets, given that they're, you know, providing the poets with water, electricity, food, aid, all these things. And that, you know, Israel's tried to have a two-state solution now for decades. They've gotten out of Gaza. They've tried giving the Gazan Strip people everything. I I mean, what... It's so out of touch with reality. Nonviolent he, protest has been tried. So they had to go torture and murder and rape a bunch of people. Like, what are you saying exactly? Well, right. And like, also... By the way, if if that is true, and I can't, he blocks me for some reason. He blocks everybody who's like me. Oh, if that is true, um, 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 it's not the policy of Israel to murder civilians. It's not the policy. It's in the charter of Hamas to murder Israelis. Right. It's there. I don't know what to. Can you look? Can you can we look this up? I've tried to find it, but I mean, I know there's lots of examples of, you know, times when there's been protests, but 
there's also been other stuff going on and also, too, by the in way, the protest. But like you just said, he's endorsing the violence. He said nonviolence didn't work. I want the the resistance to be bloody like it was. Well, he's he's endorsing nonviolence for one side. Well, right. He's endorsing uh, a ceasefire for Israel. He wants Israel to be nonviolent, and he wants um, the Hamas to be murdering civilians, I guess, and torturing them in the worst ways, and all everything that they just did. Because that's the context into which you're tweeting that is you're tweeting it into the context of they just raped, murdered, tortured a bunch of civilians. So, you know, if you go like, oh, right. well, they had to do that because they tried nonviolence and it didn't work, then you're making an excuse for it. And I don't understand why. How is it this hard for so many people to just keep their mouths shut and not endorse like blatant terrorism? Well, right. What happened? Oh, okay. He gave you the finger, in other words. Let's yes. Be detailed. Yes. Okay, I will take that up with Anson afterward. Tell him he's in trouble. Okay. Good tattling. Yeah, but uh, Julian Phil in the chat raised a good point that anti-Semitism had been started saying with the like BDS movement, doning, not investing in firms that are in Israel like 10 to 15 years ago. You know, so that that has been around for a while, all that stuff. But, you know, it it's one thing to say, like, oh, we shouldn't be investing in Israel because Israel's mean. It's another thing to me for like when babies and old people and get murdered and a bunch of like young people get raped and stuff. It's it's another thing to go out there and be like, yep, see, they had to do that. <laughs> or better yet, like actually be celebrating it and happy i just don't understand how you go through your day and think that's fine but i did see you know the jeff jacoby is that his name yeah um you know talking about how only like 30 percent of people think that hamas targeted civilians deliberately so there's obviously with some people probably some of the people at those protests i would like to think at least that some of them don't actually know the things that happened they like just like haven't looked into it enough and they don't realize maybe i want to believe that about my fellow american citizens yeah that it, they're just ignorant and not like actually celebrating terrorism but it seems incredible to me that so many people are just out and out celebrating terrorism and yeah and like you say it does seem in particular to be specifically about Jewish people more than anyone else. Well, totally. <laughs> totally. I, I, I don't know where this comes from. Did I miss Did I miss this indoctrination or this class? I don't even get it. I, I, you know what? I, I don't also don't get... Like, maybe this was the thing. And Israel tries the, so hard. They you bend over backwards. They turn the water back on. They've given people days to evacuate to safer areas so that they can hit certain buildings without hitting civilians they've you know they've tried to work with every international organization like nobody does that you know when you go in and bomb people like do all these warnings to tell people to get out of an area nobody does that except that <laughs> well, they really yes. seem to go out of their way and it's like they can't win if i were them i'd be so over it i would just like it does it which is what i mean it's like they don't even need our help they just need us to get out of their way and stop like blaming them so yeah i i 
But I just don't. I don't get this. I don't get where it is. I don't. I don't get where people are having like negative experiences with Jewish people. I don't get it. I don't get it. My mother. I just, think it my, honestly. My mother disliked Germans. She would say that all the time, and I don't know if that was a attempt to virtue signal or whatever it was. But she. Well, I knew a German that doesn't. She disliked, as a matter of fact. But she had this problem with Germans. You know. Fine. She was a woman who who knew a lot of people. Who was a Oh, is it stewardess for a lot of years? Whatever. She doesn't have. A, she's got a problem with Germans. I might have a problem with some Germans too. I'm allowed to say it because I am German, Alice. Okay. Um. Uh. So. <laughs> oh. But don't you think part of it comes from the critical race theory thing that if you decide to become racially conscious and start worrying about which races do better than other races, and right. if you decide that certain races must do better because they have some unfair advantage over you, then yes, then, yes. then yes, then Jewish people are going to end up on your list, that, which yes. is why the race people on the right and the race people on the left both have an issue with Jewish people. Yes. Because if you're going to sit around and worry about why your race isn't getting ahead and look and see jealous in your house at which race is doing better than, than your race, then like, I mean, Jewish people do do really well. Yeah. Um, uh, well, and also, so do Asians, and they're taking some heat, too. And actually, they're yeah. discriminated against systematically. <laughs> yeah, they're the only race that it's, like, okay to actually discriminate against in college admissions and everything else. But it's, but yeah, I mean, I think that's where a lot of it comes from, because a lot of it comes from the same type of arguments that you see coming from the DEI people about, um, you know, white. If you're just comparing white and black people, it's about oh well, they're overrepresented in this field, and they're overrepresented. They make more money overall, and they're overrepresented in media jobs, and they're overrepresented here and there, and they make more money, and it's not fair, and so they must have done something to get ahead. So they must control something, you know? Right. And you know, I. That's, you know, part of why I have no patience for, like, the race, racially conscious people on any side is because I no, tend to think, like, shut up, just live your life. Your life is full of advantages and disadvantages and things that are unfair because of the way you were born and the way you look and the how you lived and what your parents were like and how tall you are. And, you know, I, I mean, like, well, get let, a life. Like, Let just, me ask you, are you mm -hmm? proud of your uh, ethnicity? I mean, like, Serbian-ness in general. Hold on a second. Like, Be being Serbian? Sure, being Serbian. I mean, because, I, I mean, I, I'm an American, mostly, yes. on my mom's side, anyway. But, I mean, yeah, in the sense that, like, I like Serbian food and Serbian culture mm -hmm. and Serbian language, and I like Serbia, but I don't, like spend my time counting how many Serbian people like got into a university and wondering if it's unfair. Do you oh, know what your, I, your alarm's going yeah, off. my alarm's going off again. Do you know what I'm saying? Well, like, sure. I don't like, I like Serbian people just fine. And I obviously, I enjoy a lot of aspects of the culture, but I don't like, I'm not concerned that Serbs are being, downtrodden in the united states of america well right but but serbian culture is 
is not, um, you know, uh, feeling sorry for yourself. That's not, I, or <laughs> no. if it is, I've missed it because the, the, the Serbian culture is all about individualism. Well, it seems to a lot of times it seems to be cultures that, um, you know, have actually dealt with actual oppression. Well, right. True. right. Like people, well, well, racism come, is not just a fun game to have on the quad. Right. Like, you know, oppressed by Turks for hundreds of years, and you know, then embroiled in ethnic conflicts for years and under communism for years and i mean like the serbian most serbian people in america have seen like actual ways you can mm. be prevented from getting ahead right over and racial, anybody, even my, over racial disparities and, and, and aren't super concerned right. and they're you know like people who come i mean i would put probably most serbian immigrants like in the tiger mom category almost because mm -hmm. there's a lot of the similar things where it's like drilled into kids to try and get ahead and in a lot of immigrant cultures in general are like right. that well and in uh, yugoslavia was is that a nation state of uh of the com of the soviet union essentially it wasn't it wasn't technically in the soviet union no, no, it, it wasn't was, it was, was sort it a, of a, a like client a, state it was sort of a buffer country they kind of walked the line a little bit between the west and the soviet union they never quite but they were communist and right. they were they were kind of like a mini Soviet Union of their own, mm -hmm. where they took a bunch of national states that didn't really have any reason to try and be in a country together, and didn't really want to be in a country together. And were Who like, did this? Is this post uh, World War Two? Is this the 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 the, the, the UN set this up? No, this was, I mean, like in a lot of places post-World War II, like similar to China, there was more of a, a national movement and there was a, a communist movement that were in competition with each other. And mm. the West kind of, to be honest, um, really funded and endorsed more so the communist movement of it. Because they were anti-Nazi? Oh, uh, no. Or anti-Soviet? They were just anti-nationalist more so. Hmm. Um and, you know, the the nationalists wanted more to... I mean, Serbia used to have a monarchy. Yeah. Uh, still a king. Yeah, they're in exile in England with the British royal family because the royals hang out together. Mm. But they do... I mean, they do go back there. There's been talk even in the last few decades of reinstating the monarchy there. So... But, like the way England has a monarchy, not like to do anything, but just to be there. But, you know, I, it's... But so anyway, it's a long way of just saying that, that you're not, you're not like zeroed in on, you don't have a grievance cultural spirit in you. I don't know. No. And, and and like, you don't just think about that rate. And I realize that you're a white girl from Lexington and so that whatever. Blah, blah, blah. But like, either. But anybody can find. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And reasons. Right. But I but I don't either. Like it, back when uh, Bill Weld was running for governor against um, mm-hmm. John, um, what was his name from BU? John. Oh, he was great. Come on. Silver? Yes. John Sil- Silver. Yeah. Um. John Silver during the debates called him an orange-headed wasp, and my my dad and I were driving in the car. I was I was like a sixteen-year-old, whatever, in the car, and he said, "What do you think about that?" That he called him an orange orange-headed wasp, and I said, "Uh, I don't know." And he said, "Do you know what that means?" And he said, and I said, "No." He said, "It means white Anglo-Saxon Protestant." He said, "That's what you are. Did you know that? That's what you are." And I said, "Oh, well, that's interesting." And, <laughs> and so, like, it was like kind of neat to have something that was you're a thing. It, it was a thing, you know. Um, and you know, you can look at the history of the well, it, you know, the, the wasps were the power movers and shakers of this country for the first <laughs> couple of hundreds of years. Um, but um, it, I have managed to avoid such. Um, <laughs> such uh, you've stayed far of... from the levers of power. Yes, I have exactly. <laughs> so I mean, I'm I'm a, the trash version of that wasp, but but I don't to it just doesn't make any sense to me. I don't understand, and I don't certainly don't even when I got my wasp thing for my dad. I didn't say, all right, which ones are my enemies? Then, like, who gives a flying freight? <laughs> doesn't being a wasp is no status does nothing for you if you go out in the clubs and say i'm sure it's skull and bones there was a time when it when it did but nobody gives a flying f and plus the wasps aren't very good looking it's all the crap i mean i no offense to my english friends Mm -hmm. britain uh uk friends not generally the best looking people out there plus we all like get like 75 different cancers like it we're it's, it's a tough it's not the best not the best. Um, so, I just I don't get, I don't get once again I don't get how suddenly overnight everything is, is like is FedEx uh, now uh, anti-Semitic too? Like is everybody are the Toronto Blue Jays now anti-Semitic? I forgot I missed everything. I've missed everything culturally that apparently everybody else has downloaded in the night and has made people have a problem with the Jews and thinks it's awesome that they just got slaughtered. I don't get this stuff, but. I certainly now am looking around and saying, well, Frigg, this is something that's really happening. Right. And I do not, and I do believe absolutely that these, if you've got it in your heart to applaud because of the massacre, and this is where it comes to, you know, people defending the Harvard kids saying you shouldn't cancel culture them. Hell yes, you should. Yeah. If you have the capacity to applaud at the murder and torture and rape of civilians if it makes you happy that that uh, you know eighteen year old girls were 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 blow shot in the back because they went to some stupid concert, well then you have the capacity for all sorts of vile thought, and my feeling is is that it may not be tempered over the years, 
It yeah. may just get worse and worse and worse. And if you're feeding off of that and you can get that wonderful, wonderful uh, input from your smartphone to see all sorts of innocent people get killed because they're Jewish and get a thrill out of it, then I don't want you in the company. Thanks. Somebody else can have them. You can take them over there. You can take, have Disney hire them. That, that seems like yeah, a good fit. But also, like, I mean, I think, I think in general, human beings have a lot of capacity for that, clearly, because we've spent most of human history doing things like that to each other. So people obviously are completely capable of stuff like this. But it's it's almost good and clarifying in a way to see it openly. And to realize, like, okay, that's who I'm in a country with. And these are people at, like, Harvard and Yale and supposedly elite schools who are smart people who are going to be running the companies and doing all this stuff. And they're going to be have power over my life. They're going to be the judges and the prosecutors and the elected officials and the CEOs. Yep. And they're going to get all these elite jobs. And they're going to have power over my life. Of course I want them canceled before they're in those positions. Of course I do. Oh, totally. Are you kidding me? Um, but not only that, you know, it's clarifying because it's good to remember that everyone's capable of stuff like that. And that you have to look out for that instinct in yourself and in the people around you and just know, I mean, I think COVID, we saw some of that too. How many people were just like thrilled to be snitches. Oh, totally. Totally. And just like thrilled to follow orders and thrilled to rat people out for stuff and, and to completely, you know, um, demonize their fellow citizens. Oh, like yeah. the people that lived right near them to go right on Facebook and call them killers and murderers and all this well, stuff. Alice, and Alice, even after we found out that the vaccine didn't prohibit the spread, even after we found out that people who weren't getting vaxxed were really only a risk to themselves. Right. Still, you didn't do the thing that we've all decided is a noble thing, so you suck and you're a murderer. Yeah. So do you think the people who then... Like, combine that knowledge of what happened during the pandemic with the knowledge of what you see people celebrating happening in Israel right now. And tell me that in the next pandemic, they wouldn't do that to you. You know, you're absolutely right, because all it is the same as the pandemic. It's the same as the George Floyd stuff. It's just now this pandemic and this George Floyd, this Speaking this this, which, this did, is the year of reckoning, mm-hmm. you know, which I hear people using a sentence as yeah. if there really was a reckoning. year of reckoning. What this is, is this is the year of decolonization. Everything that's in the spirit of decolonization is just and right this year. Doesn't matter. Yep. And it's going to be, you know, branded into the culture for quite some time. Speaking of which, important milestone this weekend, by the way. Did you see this? It's our anniversary. No. Um, do you realize what October 14th, that was Saturday, was? We did not celebrate this day at all. I can't believe October it. October 14th was uh, Arbor Day. Well, I didn't realize until I was at WhiteHouse.gov, and I saw that we had a statement from President Biden for George Floyd's 50th birthday. Oh, my goodness. It's his birthday in heaven. George Floyd should be alive. He should be celebrating his 50th birthday with his young daughter, Gianna, family, and friends. He deserved so much more. I did see it. This is from the White House. Today that graphic's we joined... not from the White House, is it? It's not. There's a George Floyd gra- graphic up there showing him... I don't see a graphic on the statement here anyway. I don't know if they might have tweeted something or what. But 
Today, we join his family to honor his life and legacy. Why are we honoring his life? And we remember the tragedy What's and injustice name? of his death that sparked one of the largest civil rights movements in our nation's history. Is that history what it sparked? And inspired sparked? the world. What? Inspired the world? <laughs> George Floyd's Everybody murder. went out and acted badly and became even more, uh, you know, criminal than they were beforehand. Destroyed cities. And we're feeling a legacy right now. You're feeling a legacy right now in cities that are uninhabitable. If the... George Floyd protest in downtown Newburyport had strung you and me up on a lamppost in Newburyport. They'd be happy about it. Uh, yes. They would celebrate that as, you know, totally justified. George Floyd, another guy just who was who died at the hands of the colonizers. George Floyd's murder exposed for many what black and brown communities have long known and experienced that our nation has never fully lived up that to. That you should cooperate with the police? ideal of fair and impartial justice for all under the law. The day before her father's funeral, Gianna told me, Daddy changed the world. Three years oh, after her oh, father's oh. murder, my answer to Gianna remains the same. He has. A year and a Who's, half ago... Is this supposed to be written by Biden? Yeah, it's out of the White House. It's a he statement has. from the White House. A year and a half ago, Kamala and I stood with the family of George Floyd, civil rights leaders and law enforcement officials, and I signed an executive order which applies key elements of the George Floyd wait, justice. Wait, wait, wait. Civil rights leaders in what's the last one? Law enforcement officials. Oh, oh okay. I signed an executive order huh. which applies key elements of the George Floyd Justice in Policing Act to federal law enforcement. This order bans chokeholds. That way, every black neighborhood will allow to uh, the free reign of criminals, of violent murderers everywhere. And, yes, there you go. They get to terrorize black lives all across America now, yes. un unimpeded. This order bans chokeholds, restricts no-knock warrants, establishes a database for police misconduct, and directs other measures to advance effective and accountable policing that increases public safety. Has it increased public safety, though, really? It is putting federal law enforcement on the path to becoming the gold standard of accountability. My order also directs the use of federal tools to support similar reforms. I will in just a couple minutes. Uh, so he goes on to you tell us... Sally, to uh, Sally that, can you make him beans? On George Floyd's heavenly birthday this weekend, his memory reminds us there's more work to do to redeem the soul of America. Yeah, this is Let when us recommit you, when, to changing when you're losing hearts and minds. 20% of mm -hmm. black voting age men in the polls, as Joe Biden is, you go for the George Floyd sequ sequel as quickly as possible and hope to God something works because black men are not just leaving Joe Biden, but going with Donald Trump. I mean, not in bigger numbers than is safe for Biden. So that is obviously very oh, horrific, disgusting. And actually, just just think, why not? It's the same way. Blame stuff on the Jews and just codify it with all sorts of uh, ceremonies and awards and this and that and slogans from the river to the sea and ascribe nobility to George Floyd, a a force for, uh, for destruction, really, as it turns out. Mm -hmm. And now bronze it as if it's something good. Including of his own life, by the way. Yes. Which is also tragic. But, I mean, th there were systemic factors that went into leading George Floyd to be in that position in his life. But they all have to do with Democrats, so they don't want to hear that. Well, right. And by the way, those systemic factors that were in George Floyd's life are in a lot of people's lives. And they live good and productive lives. Yeah. Um, Donald Trump is doing whatever he can. He got a gag order today, whatever he can, to go into jail. He's not allowed to say even this. A judge uh, gave a gag order. Right there. That's jail right now. This guy's going to be in jail by the end of this week. Today, did you hear that on speech? 
which I believe is totally unconstitutional what she did. A judge gave a gag order. A judge doesn't like me too much. Her whole life is not liking me. But uh, she gave a gag order. You know what a gag order is? You can't speak badly about your opponent. But this is weaponry all being done because Joe Biden is losing the election and losing very, very badly to all of us in the polls. He's losing badly. But what they don't understand is that I am willing to go to jail if that's what it takes for our country to win and become a democracy again. Thank you. Thank you very much. I mean, much. he knows, obviously, that if he gets thrown in jail, he's going to go up another 10 well, Of course he will, and polls. he actually he deserves to, because he may be a jerk, but they're all corrupt. Yeah. And they're persecuting this guy. And just because somebody's an a-hole doesn't mean you get to destroy him. So I I think he's this is what he's doing. By the end of this week, he's going to be in jail. <laughs> he you saw how well the mugshot thing went. He wants more of that high. Ah. Uh, he, he he's remarkable. He's remarkable. It's going to be an interesting presidential election either way. Yes, I thought there was something else I wanted to bring up. Do you have anything else? And we got to get to the chat chat. They got to make beans. Have, I think I know. <laughs> do and most podcasts do people walk into the room and demand do you make them beans in the middle of the uh, Taylor Swift's bodyguard is going back into the IDF. Yeah, I'm. By the way, that's great. Good for him. I've changed my view on taylor swift as a girlfriend okay i think that she is the way she hangs on the arms of her men okay is really uh charming and if you're that guy you're like wow she's really treating me like a million bucks i think she's got a a very wise charm to her so i've changed on i'm still Dating Dua Lipa, but I can you can be, see the appeal. I can be, see the appeal now. It's got me. And there's a song that she has that I actually like, uh, the Betty song. Do you know? I know the Betty song. Yeah, it's kind of a beautiful song. Yeah, I've showed you that before. I find I, my daughter shows me that. I think find it very uh, emotional. Alice, what is the um, hot sauce? That is the Chelsea Fire Wicked Hot Sauce. They bring us the Chelsea Fire Wicked Hotline, where you can leave a chat chat message for the show. If you feel so inclined, burnbarrelpodcast.com. There's a red button that you can press and record a message. Play the Whopper song. Wee! What's the Whopper song? You were, were you singing it last night, weren't you? Yeah. What was it? It's like, it's from Burger King ads. It's like Whopper, Whopper, Triple Double, something like that. Sing the song. I Alice. don't know. Yes, you do know it. You were singing it. I'm going to find it for you right here. I don't know this song. Okay, thank you very much. Thank you very much. There I are kids you singing. Sing it. I don't know all the words to it. I can't keep track of that. Did you guys memorialize the um, in anniversary of the Chelsea Fire in 1973? It was October 14th. Oh, no. No, we didn't. No, that was George Floyd's I, birthday. I didn't hear anything, oh, yes. so I'm not we sure. We were celebrating George Floyd's birthday. His legacy. His 50th birthday, yes. There was a lot of fires following his... Uh, Indeed, legend moment. If you actually knew that, you may have missed it. But yeah, the great Chelsea fire of 1973 
occurred October 14th, and it burned down, I think it was like 20 acres of the city, which is not very big at all. So um, just a reminder that your Chelsea Fire Wicked Hot Sauce mm-hmm. is uh, also memorializes that and helps yep. out firefighters. Yep, they do donate another thing. a percent Why of the proceeds to the Fire Fighters Foundation. Hold on, hold on. They donate part of the proceeds to the Fallen Firefighters Foundation. Another thing. Why is it that Joe Biden looks more and more every day like Jeff Dunham's puppet, Walter, with the squinty eyes and he can't see and has to stumble over himself and... Yeah, man. He got a facelift. He's gonna make it. He got a facelift before he ran in 2015 or 2014 that made him indistinguishable as the old Joe Biden. He just doesn't look like you know. If you look at his brother Jim Biden, looks like Joe Biden used to. He doesn't look like him anymore. It's interesting, which is another form of insanity, by the way. Mm -hmm. To do like that massive face work stuff that makes you look like no longer a human being is insane. Yeah, yeah. But also, I think part of it's just weird aging i mean once you start to hit that decline once you're old and anybody who's had a relative that's gotten older like that and just deteriorated you know like who's seen that happen it's so like you can see that that's what's happening with him that he's just hit that downward spiral and it's I mean, like, it's like with Diane Feinstein or Ruth Bader yeah. Ginsburg. It's like we're just watching this unravel in real time. Why are we doing this? Like, just go home and be with your family, for goodness sakes. Yeah, and it and is. And Mitch McConnell now, too. You can see it in his face. He looks different than he did six months yeah. ago. You and know, he's like, no, he's not ready for prime. These people anymore. need to, when they're old like this, like, just go be with your family for crying out loud. No. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, he had. Some Why bad... do we have to watch this happen live? It's like when you're just begging for somebody oh, you to take what... their parents' keys away. Like, please, do us all a favor. You remind me of something. I actually want to just play a little bit of something for you. Mm-hmm. This is. Uh, this is just classic talk about misinformation and trying to, trying to um, bronze something as something it's not. New school coming to San Francisco, but the costume will be inside the city's oldest LGBTQ bar. As NBC Bears Christy Smith shows us, the stud is making plans to create California's first ever school of drag. The school will be dedicated to the art of drag performances. The stud, this. The art of drag performances is when a fat man, often drunk, struts in gaudy female Generally clothing. not very talented. Yes, can't sing and can't dance. There's no art. It's the lack of art. That's the joke. The joke about drag is it's talentless and gross. And F it, we're doing the wrong thing here. Right. The performance is that it's making fun of womanhood. That's the whole joke. Right. Right. Because otherwise you would just go sing a song. Or do stand up or do whatever it is that you're talented at. Right. Well, yes, exactly. If you were like a good singer and dancer and performer, then you would just do that. But I mean, even like if you're a cover band or an Elvis impersonator or something, at least you're like trying to do a good job. Right. But drag is not that. No, it's not doing anything. Which people are worse? Those who drive recklessly through traffic and zigzag or those who push their shopping carts around each aisle with absolute 
lack of consideration for anybody else and also zigzag in and out of each aisle. Steve? To me, both sets of people should be absolutely Alice? tossed in jail. Mm-hmm. Is there a song about this? Yep. <laughs> you can go ahead. He's got the dairy aisle with their carts. They've got the pasta aisle with their carts. They've got the... What's another aisle? Housewares aisle with their carts. They got all the aisles with their carts. I've been singing about this almost 20 years. Mm-hmm. Um, about people who have to take their... And the worst ones are the ones leaning way over on the cart because they get all day. Mm-hmm. And they have to bring it into... Um, they have to bring their carts into every aisle. In every... Like near the deli counter where there's 64 carts. You can't get away. And I'm not a cart guy. It's claustrophobic. cause It's, it's horrific. And you will die. There is a, a Whole Foods in... Brookline and near Washington Square, and I swear people would take carts in there, and I needed to get airlifted. I needed a strap to fall from the sky to get me out of aisles because everybody, every single aisle, they love the soup aisle with their carts. It is this is a lifelong problem of mine. People who do this crap with, and I, I had to briefly use a cart today. My cart etiquette was fantastic. I took it down no small aisles. I parked it and walked a lot of times. I can't believe you people with your freaking carts. Should be incarcerated. If you plug up a, 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 a an area there with your cart, you should be incarcerated for one week. All right, here we go. The correct advice would be like "f you, buddy, f you, f you with your pronouns." You don't know what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> So how are we feeling about Jim Jordan becoming Speaker in the House? I think it would be a perfect move. They have to give it to him. Yeah, it's the Democrats are having fun with this, though. But- well, yeah, and a bunch of Republicans. So I like him. I love Jim Jordan. I like Jim Jordan, too. They need to get 50% plus one of whoever's there that day to vote for him, which right now nobody's at. So Yeah, that is tough. Democrats are using this wisely to just paint Republicans as being a wall mm-hmm. while Israel well, needs them. I can tell you if these feckless moderate Democrats join in with Democrats to elect Hakeem Jeffries or somebody speaker, I'm going to have a big problem. Moderate Republicans, you mean? Yeah, moderate Republicans. Yeah, yeah. I say it. Yeah. I mean, right? Um, yet scorched earth part. part yes. They should be. I mean, they should be all primary if any completely out of there. Republican uh, does that, yeah. Don't even, I'm I, not mean, gonna, I can't. I get it. I can't. Okay, I'm just saying. All right. Hi, Steve from Merrimack. Hi, Steve. Oh wow, well, maybe he'll disclose the uh, news. Tom, yes, you and I were communicating at a very high level over the weekend, and yeah. I'm happy to. Uh, know that you finally discovered the hen house, oh, it's which is located in Newton, New oh, Hampshire, yeah, yeah. right across the uh, the border from my precious Merrimack. And Great I'm place. glad you enjoyed the wings and the uh, the uh, free flowing PBR. It's a uh, oh, PBR draft. It's yes. actually very nice. So I do have an announcement to make. I am now Stephanie from Merrimack. Oh, wow. I uh, I had my genitals removed <laughs> and uh, in a procedure that took about six seconds. <laughs> Thank you. And uh, I'll be shopping exclusively at the Neiman Marcus Women's uh, section. 
Oh, that's fantastic. Uh, actually, uh, I made it official. Uh, I, uh, Mrs. Steve from Merrimack officially became my uh, wedded wife on uh, oh, yeah. last Wednesday, October 11th, and uh, made it official. So, uh, yes, thank you. We're very happy. And then we spent, uh, we had a very small private ceremony, and then we spent uh, several days of uh, uninhibited sexual activity oh my goodness. at the Omni Mount Washington uh, Hotel. Oh, I love that. Uh, I didn't say that. Thank you. That's but anyway. Congratulations. Toodles. Congratulations. Congrats. Too, I was great. a longtime Omni associate, and I always wanted to stay at the Mount Washington Hotel. I never have. I'm going to try to. That is great news. Congratulations. This is fantastic, Alice. We're going to have to go out with them, don't you think? After uh, whatever time off the DL that you're off of. Yeah, I guess so. That's great. It's nice to have a nice burn barrel family member, um, you know, have a wonderful event, right? Yeah, I love it. I love it. Everybody should get married and have lots of more babies in the world. Uh, all right, Alice. Hold on. Hold I on. love all of it. Yes, congratulations, Steve. My goodness. Congrats, Steve. That's great. It, PBR on the draft is fantastic. It's a great bar, Alice. It's a great bar. And actually, it's a straight shot from here. You don't know. It's a straight shot. You know how you drive from here up up to, um, um, towards, um, what's that road? Seven Mountain? No. Uh, when we go over the, the bridge. What's the bridge we, we, we have here? The breaks. <laughs> the Rocks Village Yeah, bridge. and then you take, and then you go up the street a little bit and take that right towards, um, the community college. Yeah. Whittier or whatever. Uh-huh. You go just straight. Straight. Oh. It's incredible. This is all crucial to this be in the podcast. <laughs> so glad. I'm so glad. Well, if you have more tips for Tom, bars that he should go to. Yes. Um, Please call them in. Yes, I've started to decide that I'm going to do this. Uh, I'm going to do it on Fridays, possibly Sundays. But Fridays is go have uh, a beer or two and chicken fingers somewhere really cool. Um and just try to find myself, Alice. I'm having a midlife that's crisis, good. so that's, that's what I'm good. doing. So please let me know. Um, so you can do that. That's a chat chat. It's the brought to us by Chelsea Firebrook and Hot Sauce, and it's at burnbarrelpodcast.com. You can leave a message. Um, if you want to join us for the live chat and everything, you can do that at patreon.com slash burnbarrel. And of course, you can always listen to the show for free. It's everywhere you listen to podcasts on um, YouTube, Rumble, etc. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.